Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Podcast. I'm the head coach of BSE, Kyle Holman. Get into another training episode here, and today we are talking about testing. So anytime we're testing, you know, one rep max, um, or we're competing in competitions, or we're testing our, you know, conditioning abilities or anything like that, anytime we are going after, um, you know, basically a PR on any given amount of things, um, we're going to talk about that. So we're going to talk about it in different ways. Uh, one, like the frequency, how often you should uh, be testing yourself. Um, two, you know, what you're actually should be doing with testing, kind of when you get those numbers. And then three, just kind of a more of a mindset about it, uh, about stepping away from the mirror. And we'll get more into that here in just a second. So let's get rolling. How often should you do testing? This could be... This is kind of a big topic here. I mean, uh, you see it a lot, I think, in in a lot of people's CrossFit programming or strength and conditioning that it's like every time we're going to do a clean snatch, back squat, deadlift, bench press, doesn't matter. Every single time we're going for a heavy this or a heavy that or we're trying to go as heavy as we can for one rep or two reps or five reps. It It can't be all about just going as heavy as you can every time and basically testing yourself every single time. Uh, there has to be time for just training. Um, and not to get on a soapbox here, but I kind of look at this in the aspect of youth sports. I mean, my daughters play club volleyball and uh, travel softball. And what I see so much is in youth sports at young ages, we are putting so much of a focus on competition instead of a huge focus at younger ages on practice and skill development and developing athleticism and coordination and things like that. There's got to be time to train. Um, I mean, I've talked about it in another episode of how you learn skills. Anytime we're learning a new skill or trying to get better at a skill, especially early on, it needs to be at a slower speed, a lighter weight, um, or broken up into segments of the movement. And so when you take that aspect of youth sports, if we're always trying to learn how to hit, for example, at the plate, always in game when it's full speed and all those things, or if we're always trying to you know, work on passing the volleyball and it's always full speed in a game with the pressure of a game and a full speed serve, it's much more difficult to fix things and to get better at things when it's always in that light. So the same thing in the weight room, if every time we are doing a lift, we're going as heavy as we can, that's difficult. We're always under a heavy load. There's always stress there. It's um, even the mental aspect of I'm trying to go as heavy as I can that can put pressure on yourself. So if you're always trying to get better at these lifts and your technique and things like that, under that that pressure, that stress, or that heavy load where it's more difficult, your progress is going to slow. Um, and I've said it before: if you always if you do that a lot at the beginning because you maybe you haven't lifted a lot, yeah, you're going to see PRs just coming in bunches. But you're going to hit a very hard wall if you have not taken the time to work on drills and practice and um, just work on percentage work where I'm just working repetition, repetition. Um, you're going to hit a hard wall. And honestly, you're going to have to take a step back before you can move forward again to fix those things. Same thing that I've mentioned in that youth sports analogy. If you're always going in games and now we find something that is not going well, we're going to have to take a step back anyway and break it down into drills or get more practice. So why not get more of that practice up front and test or have competitions less frequently? So that way you can get some training in, then try to go after a number and then make adjustments from there. Um, and we'll talk about um, you know, what you should do with those numbers here in just a second. But I mean, honestly, when you're looking at testing, I mean, um, you know, there's a lot of different lifts I know in CrossFit. So, um, but I mean, go through at least 
you know, six, eight, 12 weeks um, before you're, you know, testing again. Get some good training and some good work in before you see where that number is at again. Um, so I know, uh, you know, it's fun to get PRs. I mean, heck yeah, that's what we're, we're all trying to get better um, in strength and fitness and as human beings. And so we, you know, we got to do that testing sometimes, but if we're testing all the time, um, it's actually hindering your progress. What do I do with those numbers or what do you do with those numbers when you get them? Um, look, I'm going to say, I've said this before, I'm going to, if you get these testing numbers and then you do nothing with them, if they do not dictate, you know, solidify, change or modify what you're doing in your training, then I mean, what are you testing for? I mean, yes, I know we can test to see if we're getting a PR, but just like that, if I get a PR, what does that mean for your training? If I don't get a PR, what does that mean for your training? I feel like I see a lot of times people are just testing for the sake of testing. Um, but what are we actually doing with those numbers um, from there? So if I'm going after a clean PR in my tests and I don't hit that number, does that mean anything? Am I just going back to normal training or do whatever I'm doing? Like, why did you miss the lift? Is it because of a lack of core strength? Is it a lack of, you know, your front squat that's limiting your clean? Is it mobility? Is it your technique? Some, there's got to be some um, discussion in your mind or whatever, or with your coach or whatever of, you know, why didn't I reach this movement? Okay, once we found out how, what can I now do in training to correct that? Um, if I hit the lift, that's great. If I'm going to continue to climb on that lift, what do I need to do to continue to climb on that lift? And therefore, what should my training be? Um, so I feel like there's no, you know, there's no reason to get numbers if you're not going to take the numbers and do anything with them. Um, I mean, if we're talking about a weight loss goal, like if you didn't reach your goal or if you did reach your goal, like what does that mean and what you do, do you need to do from that point? So, um, you know, I talked about just re- just previously, like the frequency you should test, but then make sure there is, you know, once you test, whether it went good, bad, or indifferent, you know, write this down or have a discussion with yourself or, or a coach, like, okay, so what do these numbers mean? And therefore, what should my training look like because of that? Step away from the mirror. So this is kind of a mindset thing within training here, but um, I've mentioned the article before, Iron and Soul, great article by Henry Rollins. Uh, highly recommend you read it. But in a gist in this, he's, he's a young kid and he has this guy who was a former military guy and a teacher uh, help him get into strength training. And when they started this strength training, he said, you cannot look in the mirror with clothes on or uh, without clothes on. So you always need to have clothes on when you're looking in the mirror to brush your teeth or comb your hair or whatever you're doing but you cannot look in the mirror uh, with your shirt off until I tell you you can. And it was kind of a funny thing. This kid would be walking in the hall and here would come this you know, former military and, and now his teacher and he would like shoulder him, like basically bump into him. And for weeks, the kid would fall over every time, fall over every time. And this, is, this has been years ago. Um, I mean, my gosh, someone would probably be fired for doing this these days, but uh, that's neither here nor there right now. Um, but uh, then one day you know, he's walking in the hall and teacher, you know, puts a forearm in him and the kid doesn't budge. And he said, okay, you can, you can go look in the mirror and take your shirt off now. And this had been weeks and months of strength training. And he said, when I took off my shirt, I was blown away. Uh, all these muscles and stuff that I'd never had before and all this stuff. Pretty cool thing. Like I said, read the article, but the, the, the concept of that is 
you know, especially if we're talking about an aesthetic thing or a weight loss goal, you'll see it sometimes where maybe you haven't seen somebody for a really long time and you're like, oh, wow, like, you know, it looks, it looks like you lost a lot of weight or whatever. And they're like, oh, really? They might not. When you look at yourself every single day, it is hard to see changes because we're talking about very, very small changes. Um, I mean, there's been times where someone has taken a picture of themselves every day for a year. And then when they looked at that progression and looked from beginning to end, it was like, wow, that's amazing. But in the moment when you saw yourself every day, you just couldn't see those small changes. Um, so that's just, man, that would, that's a huge uh, mental thing and um, stuff. And it also kind of takes the focus away sometimes from putting so much pressure on yourself to reach whatever it is goal, whether it's aesthetic, whether it's hitting a PR on a certain lift. Um, it takes that stress or that focus away and just we're just here to put in work now. I'm not looking in the mirror, so to speak. I'm not testing myself. I'm putting in work and I'm working, I'm working, I'm working. And then I'll finally go for that number or, you know, in this case, like I said, uh, taking a shirt off and looking in the mirror. I mean, that's a cool thing. So um, that mindset is pretty cool. There's, you know, I know the PRs are so fun and you want to hit lifts and celebrate that and all that. But the work, man, that's where you learn so much. And if we can shift our mindset in this example to just putting in work. I'm going to put my head down and I'm just going to work for an extended period of time. And then we're going to see where we're at. Um, so just note there's all kinds of things you can do that with. Um, I mean, like I've mentioned in other episodes, we talk to ourselves more than any person ever in, in, the, in our lifetime. So finding mental mindset shifts like this of shifting your mindset away from you know, the pressure or the stress or whatever of trying to reach this goal that you have and just focusing on work, man, just put in some hard, hard work for an extended period and then see where you're at. Um, and if you can really embrace that mindset, I guarantee you're going to surprise yourself.